The effect that they're having on the young boys in our community, I think is something that you don't necessarily think about. It had been over a century for Marshfield boys basketball to win an outright Wisconsin Valley Conference title. Now they've done it three years in a row. It's a run of excellence that deserves a deeper look. I speak with Marshfield's Brooke Hinson, Chris Pohl, and head coach Chris Fisher about what's made this team successful and why playoff success might be on the horizon. You're listening to the WSAW Highlight Zone Podcast. When you, when you look at this, the season you guys have had, you've so far run the table in the conference, and now you got one more game left. How would you evaluate your performance overall as a whole this season? Um, yeah, I think we're playing really well together. Um, I think this is the most connected group that I've been a part of, and um, it shows on the court. I mean, you've, you've been a part of this team for a while now. You guys have one conference loss in the last three years. What do you think goes into that? Um, it's just the preparation daily, and it's just the hard work that we put into it every day. Um, not overlooking a game, but just um, one game at a time and consistent consistency. Chris, I'll go over to you. When you, when you look at this season so far, what you guys have done going through the Valley um, and you know coming out, I know there's, there's been some tough games right now, but there's not a loss in your, in your loss column. How would you evaluate your performance this year and what you guys have been able to do in conference play? Um, I like what Brooks said. I think we've been doing really good as a team um, in and out of practice. We're connected off the court, um, helps build chemistry on the court, and uh, Coach Fisher gives us a good game plan. <laughs> um, and when you evaluate what you've been able to do in conference these last three years, um, I guess, you know, I know Brooks talked about it a little bit, but what goes into that um, to, to be so dominant in Valley play? Um, well, like what he said, we don't really uh, – Coach Fisher doesn't like to look at records when we play teams. He likes to just look at it as another team. Um, so we don't really overlook any games, and we prepare for every game like it's, you know, just as important as any other game. Yeah, and I was talking to Coach just before this, but, I mean, we did this interview two years ago. You guys won the conference title outright for the first time in a long time. I can't remember the exact amount of years. Now you've done it three years in a row. Are you, are you aware of that history, and does that impact, I guess, how you feel about these conference titles now knowing that Marshfield hasn't had a ton of outright titles in its history well it makes it more special to, especially to be a part of two of them um Brooks being a part of three of them mm -hmm. but uh yeah it makes it a little bit more special knowing that not many other teams have done it mm -hmm. Brooks what, what about for you I'll ask you the same question you've been a part of all all three of these but I mean this is something that Marshfield hasn't had done for a long time now you have three in a row um how do, how do you feel about that kind of history um, it's definitely special. Um, it's something that uh, myself, I'll remember for the rest of my life. Um, just sharing one with my brother, my freshman year, that one was, and this one, just like the continuation of just success and playing with my friends, I guess. It's mm -hmm. fun. Coach, I'll go to you now because you've, you've been, been at Marshfield for a long time, both as an athlete and now as a coach. What, what does this kind of run mean to you? It, it, it's very, very special to me. Um, I remember being a young boy, nine or 10 years old, um, when that 92 team went on their run and was really the first team to win the Wisconsin Valley Conference. I just, I remember a lot of players and specifically at, you know, some games 
And I remember how, the, the impact that it had on me as a young boy wanting to play for Marshfield. And then, you know, it's something that I talk about with these guys every now and then the, the effect that they're having um, on the young boys in our community, uh, getting them excited about Marshfield athletics and Marshfield basketball, I, I think is something that you don't necessarily think about uh, as you're doing it. Um, the fact that we've now won three in a row um, really speaks to what we've got going on as a program. It's uh, the continuation of sustained success. Mm -hmm. When we first started as a staff, even when I was an assistant coach, the goal was to just win one. And now it's almost become, you know, that now that we've got this thing on a roll, we want to win the next one. Um, we want to do that um, every year in succession. And, um, you know, now that we've got some continued success, our assistant coaches and, and middle school coaches and, and those people that have been involved for a while, now they're starting to see um, maybe some fruits of their labor, how hard they've been working. Because one of the things that we've prided in, prided in is our guys, um, you know, they've been, they've gone through the program. They've gone through the youth program. They've gone through the middle school program. Um, now we're starting to, to see the, the fruits of our labor. And um, it, it's, it's pretty special. You talked about, impacting that next generation type thing do you feel the momentum building with each win you guys have in that gym wherever you guys yes. are? do you feel the talk we do we feel it we feel it in our program we feel it um in the number the increase in numbers of, of kids in our basketball camp the increase of numbers in our middle school program and, and marshfield youth basketball program we see it and we can feel it in the increase and the excitement around the program Mm -hmm. Are you seeing an increase in, in specific numbers? We are, of... yes. Um, you know, off the top of my head, I, I don't recall what they are, but I know um, the 7th and 8th grade boys programs had a combined seven teams at the middle school program, so we're talking about close to 80, 90 kids. Um, you know, in terms of our youth camp, we've got about 125 kids last summer. Um, a few of them are outside the area that we welcome in, um, but we are seeing it um, in those numbers. That's really cool. Brooks, I'll go back over to you. He talks about this momentum building in this program. Do you feel that when you guys go out there for, for a home game? Um, yeah, definitely. I think um, just as a freshman and like now as a junior, I think the numbers in the stands have definitely grown. The support throughout the community has grown. And like you just start to feel more energy. Um, just in everything you do now, just like more recognition and more uh, support, I guess, wherever you are. And he, he talked about the, the youth participation. Do you part, do you help uh, with the youth and, and with those activities? Yeah. Um, I've helped a couple of times this year in like our tiger hoops program. Mm -hmm. um, just helping the little kids on the Saturday mornings. Mm -hmm. to, to see, I guess, have that kind of impact on them. I mean, not just working with them one-on-one, -on -one, but to inspire them, to be that, that, that generation, to inspire them to, to win conference titles. What does that mean to you? Um, it's definitely um, exciting for me because the little kids, they look up to me and I guess I'm a, kind of a role model for them. And that's kind of cool to, it's just, um, it's just cool to be a part of, I guess. Mm -hmm. Chris, I'd love to get your perspective on this whole thing as well. Um, 
Well, uh, I help out at the Tiger Hoops camps and stuff during the summer and stuff. And um, all I can think about, well, like when I see those little kids out there, I think of when I was a little kid and I went to these camps. I always thought that Seth Anderson was the coolest guy ever because he could dunk. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he would he would dunk at the camps, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I always hoped that one day I'd be as tall as him and be able to dunk. Are you are you dunking now? Yeah. <laughs> do you do you dunk at that camp and does it blow their minds um they ask me to sometimes i do sometimes i uh i just shake it off but yeah yeah that's fair that's fair um i want to also talk about this season in particular because at least from an outside perspective <clears throat> it felt like you know a lot of people saw spash as, as the team to beat in the valley you guys were right there with them the whole time but they were having a really good season you guys go out and, and beat them not once, but you guys beat them twice and still, you know, are, are 11 and 0 in conference right now. Um, what do you think that says about this team that you were able to, to to take down that team, I guess, and kind of prove that hey, no, we're still the top dogs here. We're we got a three peak going on. Um, I think it shows our resiliency of the team, and uh, in both of those Spash games, we were down early. Mm -hmm. um, we started off really slow, but and. Uh, both of those games, you know, Brooks and Landon hit some good – they hit some tough shots and uh, brought us back into those games. So I just think it shows the resiliency we've built up through the program in the past few years. How much fun um, were those games? Oh, they were fun. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, – Coach Fisher likes to say that I get the habit of watching the game instead of actually playing. He says I stand on the perimeter too much. <laughs> so just uh, watching Brooks and Landon go and hit big shots, it's, I guess it's fun. <laughs> well, Brooks has the ability to hit big shots. I know we saw one of them at, at Wausau East. Brooks, I don't think I've gotten a chance to talk to you about that that shot. I mean, walk me through what was going through your head. For those who don't know, Brooks, you, you slipped uh, in the closing seconds. You got right back up, and you hit the, the go-ahead shot against Wausau East to beat him. Kind of walk me through that play. Um, yeah, so it all started with Landon having a suggestion and not just throwing it to me right away, but throwing it to Chris and Chris getting it to me to get downhill. And um, I guess, I guess um, it's just the, my teammates giving me the confidence and the energy to um, make a big play in the moment. It's just them having the support um, of me and just, um, just being there for me, I guess. Yeah, when you, when you kind of lose your footing there, what's, I know it's a split second, but what's going through your head as you're like, all right, quick, I got to get back up and get a shot off. I don't think anything. I think it was just the adrenaline. I don't think I thought about anything for 20 seconds there. <laughs> it was just all instinctual at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Did, did you when you hit the shot? Did you kind of understand what just happened throughout the play? Did, did you grasp how you made it all happen? Yeah. Um. I got up. I shot it, and then. I saw it go through, and like for like three seconds, I had no idea what was going on. I was just like in awe. Well, I guess I wasn't in awe because I guess I had the confidence that I was going to make the shot, but mm -hmm. I was just, um, I guess, really happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can I can imagine. Chris, you you say you sometimes stand around and, and watch Brooks. I'm sure you were watching that play. What was your perspective of it? Well, so I gave him the handoff at the top of the key, and then I rolled with him and. Um, I was rolling towards the hoop and I was right under the rim as he shot out. I watched him slip and get back up and shoot it. 
And as I was watching the ball go through the air, I could tell that the ball, like the shot was going to go in. And uh, I don't know, it was crazy. The energy in the field house was crazy. Was, yeah, and to, to beat a team like that on the road, it's got to be fun as well. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to talk about you too, Chris, because I mean you're six seven, but yet you're the second leading three point shooter on this team. I think you're shooting over forty percent from three point range. Um, I, have you always been a shooter? Is that just part of your game? I guess where did that come from? Oh yeah, I've always been a shooter. <laughs> I mean, since I was a little kid, I was always you know walk into the gym, shoot a couple threes, and you know walk out. I can remember Tiger Hoops days, fifth and sixth grade. I was the only kid that could you know make it to the the rim consistently without having to chuck it behind my head. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like to think I've always been a shooter. Uh-huh. Is that like, did, did the height come later? Were you a shooter first and then the height came later? I guess what, how did that all play out? No, I, I've always been a pretty big kid, I guess. Um, uh-huh. my, my parents aren't too big, so I'm not sure where I get it from, but I, I've always been pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I admit I go to games and I see, Oh yeah. You know, Marshfield's got this tall kid. I'll get some shots down low and all that kind of stuff. And then I, I think I saw you hit two or three threes. I think it was at Wasa West or something like that. And I was like, oh, man, this kid can shoot. Um, when you have that, that tool in your arsenal, what, what, how does that kind of open up your game a little bit? Um, well, on those, on those long closeouts, it makes people you know think twice about just – with a lot of big guys, they don't shoot the ball very well, and people don't even close out on them at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, when people close out on me on the long closeouts, it gives me an opportunity to blow by, mm-hmm. get something down low. Yeah, I can imagine. Coach, I want to go to you uh, on this topic as well. When you have a guy six seven who can shoot threes, how does that open up the game for you? We want all of our players to be able to knock down the open three. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you have guys that can do that, it opens up so much of your offense. Um, now you've got the ability to, to spread the defense out along the perimeter. And if you have proper spacing and five out motion, you've got a lot of space open for, for cuts, um, for screens, for attacks, and for post-ups. Um, at times, we do get a little three-point happy. Like, we, we become a little bit too reliant on it. And then it happens. I mean, it's, it's bound to happen, you know. One of our favorite sayings is three is more than two. So, you know, we've got to be okay with our guys looking to shoot the three-point shot. But at times we could, you know, fall victim to that. Um, you know, Chris has been he, – he's, he's got a flawless shooting stroke. Brooks is the same way. Um, they've put a lot of work and time and effort in into their form, um, into to shooting and making shots, getting their footwork correct. You know, these are two of the best shooters um, in the state. And we're, we're happy to have them on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, Brooks, I'll go to you because you've been here for this whole conference run. I mean, for, for all these years, we've talked about your success in the playoffs. I think the furthest you've gotten is the regional finals. Um, what makes you believe this year's is different and you guys can get through the sectionals and maybe make a push for state? Yeah, um, like I said earlier, I think this is our most connected year. And I think that we're playing um, – our best basketball right now. I think um, there's still stuff to improve on, but um, as a team, I think we're playing really well together and we're all just super confident right now that we can not just win a regional final, but hopefully a sectional final too. Does it feel a little different now that you've, I mean, you've, you've, 
been the top dog for, for a few years now in the conference. Does it feel a little different now? It's not as new, I guess. Is that? Um, yeah, I guess so. I guess um, not just like winning a conference title, but like, I guess, yeah, I'm, it's not new to win a conference title. And that's our goal every year, just to hopefully go undefeated in conference mm-hmm. every year. But um, yeah. Yeah. Chris, I'll, I'll go over to you. Um, you've been, I know you were here last year and this is your second year, but how does this compare to, to the teams that you've been a part of in the past? Last year, towards the end of the season, towards around this time, our team got a little complacent and we started, you know, we had those little fights at practice that separated us as a team. And I'm just not, I don't see that with the team we have this year. And I think we're really, you know, we really, we have a true bond with each other and, uh, we all just have the same goal of, you know, making it to state. So I think that's a, a big difference this year. Do you think another year to grow as well with you, you and Brooks, you think that's benefited this team a lot? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think next year will be even better. You know, you can only get better as a team. Mm-hmm. Chris, I'll end it with you with the, the same question. Obviously you've been, you've been here for this, this whole run. When you, when you look at this team compared to last year's and the years year before, what's, what's different? One of the reasons that I like, coaching high school sports is because every new year means you have a new team and every new team means you've got to coach them differently. Um, You know, I I haven't really taken the time to compare this team with last year's team or even with the team two years ago, or even with the team, you know, three years ago. Um, They're all unique in their own ways. and, And there's, there's good and, and bad with each new team and new year. Um, you know, specifically with this, with this team this year, it's, you know, these guys have mentioned it, how connected they are on and off the court. Um, you know, there's tremendous leadership, um, Brooks being one of our captain and Grant Fry as a senior being the other one. Um, you know, there's a lot of good things going on with this year's team right now. Um, you know, we've got one more game Thursday night at Merrill. Um, and we are well aware of the depth of teams and the quality of teams in our sectional. And we know it's going to be a dogfight. Um, we know if we're not going to be at our best that at any time we could go down. Um, you know, we're hoping, we're hoping to, that this season lasts as long as possible because we're really enjoying our time that's spent together. And we're hoping to extend this as far as it can go. They'll open playoffs against the winner of Chippewa Falls and Wisconsin Rapids on Friday, March 1st. Best of luck to the Tigers. That's all for this episode of the Highlight Zone podcast. We'll catch you next time.